and your spells and your witchcraft. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? A real house-haunting, broom-riding, cauldron-stirring witch. For bad people. I'm your host, Grace McGrade, and on this week's episode of Bitchcraft, we are exploring shadow work, demonic entity attachments, health and wellness, all blanketed under parasites. Yes, that is correct. Just when you thought you had acclimated to me talking at length about aliens, timeline hopping, and astrology, I am now going to switch gears and talk about the bugs living in your body. <laughs> this is not for the faint of heart. If this isn't your cup of tea, don't drink it. Feel free to turn this off and brew your own tea with parasites in it somewhere else. This is embodied shadow work and maybe one of the most revolutionary things I have ever researched. I'm joined by an amazing expert, Alexia Eisenhower. Please come into this with an open mind. I think everyone should know about this. We are in the season of bravery. We are in the season of returning to our mission. It's the astrological new year where the sun begins its cycle through the zodiac, starting with Aries. In Aries, we can be brash and unsubtle. We can be childish. It's the first, it's the baby of the zodiac. It's ruled by war god Mars. There's a sense of returning to our sense of personal mission. Um, we are returning to our sense of identity. Chiron is still on Aries, showing us where maybe we have codependency wounds, where maybe we've abandoned our sense of purpose, we've abandoned our sense of mission, where we have leaned on other people. I'm super grateful that Mercury is moving out of Pisces. It's hopefully going to clear out some of this brain fog and sort of ethereal haze that has permeated through most of March. So tomorrow, which is the 26th, Mercury will move into Aries. And it's going to kind of help us initiate new plans as we begin a new astrological year. Then we also have Venus and Mars, which are slowly moving further apart. In Aquarius, and this is about soul tribe, soul group, new connections. We experienced the majority of the beginning of 2022 with heavy Capricorn energy, which was about dismantling hierarchy and past life karma and where we've accumulated wounds and our relationship to materials. And now with Venus and Mars in Aquarius, we're looking for new experiences. We're looking for new neural pathways. We're looking for awakened relationships, relationships that encompass and respect the individual and respect freedom, new ways of relating. Venus is going to make a conjunction to Saturn at 21 degrees of Aquarius on March 28th, which can show up as some type of reality check. It is perhaps time to take inventory of our relationships and whether or not they're sustainable long term. Saturn is about time. It's about patterns. It's a good time to break through relational patterns. We've had a few conjunctions with the personal planets to Uranus, which is about freedom and awakening and breaking through 
some of the programming we've all been administered. So on March 28th, when Venus makes a conjunction to Saturn, sometimes it can bring in a run-in with authority or um, a sense of needing to hold firmer boundaries. We're moving towards an Aries new moon, which is, as always, a really powerful time to set intentions but because it's the first sign of the first new moon of the astrological new year this is once again an energy of initiation returning to your sense of personal mission what did you come here to do what battles do you want to fight as always in the sign of the ram we can get pretty heated we can have our tempered rebuttals we can get into a little bit of fight or flight survival mode. We can um, definitely be competitive. There's kind of a subtle undertone of me first. I think that this is good considering the global pandemic of codependency that is on the planet. So without further ado, tune in to the rest of this episode, which is by far the most important episode of this podcast, perhaps ever. Thank you. Hello, everybody. I'm here with Alexia Eisenhower. I'm very, very excited for this guest. She is an expert on parasite removal, host of the Ricky Leaks biohacking channel on Rumble, Telegram, and YouTube. Alexia has cured herself of stage three kidney disease, ADHD, anxiety, depression, symptoms of autism, addiction, stomach issues, using parasite detoxing methods, and she is going to tell us how to do it. I think that this is embodied shadow work and maybe one of the most revolutionary things I have ever researched. Um, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. So I was just kind of telling you, I'm on day 10 of my very first parasite cleanse. I found um, your stuff conveniently three days before the full moon um and apparently these parasites reach peak capacity during full moon so it was like the perfect time for me to start my cleanse I'm very interested in their effect on human behavior and impulse I think a lot of my listeners don't maybe suffer from major health issues but I know that there is definitely kind of a um a pandemic of depression and anxiety and uh brain fog right now. And I'm very interested in why purging them is essential for moving forward in consciousness. You know what? Parasites is the number one topic that just goes overlooked in this uh, health community, in the wellness, even in the metaphysical community. It's like we have almost all the pieces, but just we're missing something. And when I explain what parasites are to people, it's like, you know what, something clicks and it's like, that's what I'm missing. And um, there's so many different anti-parasitics out there that there's a lot of stuff to choose from and there's something for everyone. So it's where you go when you, uh, when you just need help. I like the brain fog. Ultimately my favorite symptom. Yes. When you introduce me, you're like, yeah, she cured all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what I did, but it's the brain fog that I am so happy to have gone. Yeah, completely. I think it for me, like I was Pisces season and I was kind of feeling very out of body. And I think that like, I'm noticing that I'm getting more energetically sensitive as we kind of go through these earth changes and earth initiations. And, um, 
it's funny because you talk about how uh, when it comes to killing these parasites or kind of going into spiritual warfare. Now, are they mainly located in the intestinal region? Great question. Okay, no, they're everywhere. So um, let me, this is my method is a little different than what a lot of these listeners are probably used to. They're, um, we've all seen detox protocols out there, usually on like bodybuilder sites or health sites. And I kind of hit it a different way. I did start my journey with an extremely crazy protocol using oxidizers and clays and binders and all the fun stuff. And I had the luxury of staying home and not be affected by the fact that I'm going to be purging all day. That could become from sitting on the toilet all day to (laughs) sleeping. And you are really, really nauseated during this process because the toxins that are released in you and you're killing hundreds of thousands of bugs at once. Um, it's really difficult. So I didn't really want anyone to have the journey that I went through if they didn't have to, meaning if you don't have stage three, four cancer, don't do it this way. Let's hit it slower. And the reason for that is, um, when, of course, when I heard first heard about parasites, uh, and I think a lot of us do, including doctors, we think of someone came back from South America and they went swimming in a river that was dirty and they're pulling a six foot long worm out of someone's eye or nose or butt, whatever the case is. And that's kind of what we think of as um, parasites. But ultimately, we're being lied to on a mass scale, um, even including medical students, because if anyone were to look up right now, yeah. virus is an obligate parasite. This changes everything. Uh, bacteria, the bad bacteria, if it's not helping us, meaning helping break down our food in our gut, or some, some little bugs actually do a couple different things. They chelate metals themselves. Those are good. I love those. Those are called good gut flora. They can stay rent-free, whatever. But there's bugs that don't give us anything, and those are called parasites. So bacteria is a parasite. Um, viruses are obligate parasites. Fungi is parasitic to everything, but some fungi like helps us, so it's symbiotic. Um, chaga, lion's mane. And this is great for us, but for other animals, those same mushrooms are like really detrimental and parasitic and can take over the animals. So, um, this is where I get into the spiritual warfare because yeah, completely. <laughs> and this is, this is part of like, I did a workshop on psychic protection. I talk at length about psychic protection, but mm-hmm. this past like 10 days, I've realized like, oh my God, this is so much more closer. This is, this is an internal, like, I truly believe we're living in a, in a hologram where we're creator beings, right? Like, so our mm-hmm. internal world is the projector of reality. So if you have this stuff inside of you, it's going to affect your perception and experience of reality. And oh, yes. everyone, everyone has it, right? There's not really like, you can't be, cause I, you know, a lot of, when I brought this to people's attention, they've been like, oh yeah, I had one once. And I'm like, no, 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 no. wait, <laughs> no. Uh, okay. So let me put into perspective how little these things are. We all think of the big six foot long worms, but no, I want everyone to look up intracellular parasites, especially tox, uh, toxoplasmosis gondii or also known as the cat suicide parasite. This is a single cellular organism. It is tiny. 
and they go inside of our white blood cells. Cause that's another thing. Our body is supposed to naturally get rid of these parasites. If it's working the way it's supposed to, our stomach acid is supposed to kill them. Our white blood cells. There's an awesome video that everyone can look up called a uh, white blood cell eats parasite. And in a good working body, white blood cells see a worm and they swarm it like within seconds, the worm is dead and like decomposed and like they killed it. But if you can take over the white blood cell, you can make it not eat those, those parasites in, in around it. So what I work at is going slowly and killing all the teeny tiny intracellular parasites in our white blood cells. And this will put our white blood cells back on just working. It'll make them start. It'll make them stop being a host to a parasite and it'll make them stop being a Manchurian candidate basically. And they'll start helping us do what they're supposed to do. Also, there are parasites that turn off our ability to make stomach acid. And you know, you have this parasite if you ever experience heartburn, because that's directly related to you not having enough of um, HCL acid or stomach acid. Oh my God. So I'm on, um, like I said, I'm on day 10. Um, some of the strange things that have been happening, I've been taking, uh, per your recommendation, a combination of wormwood, black walnut and clove. Mm -hmm. It was not that difficult to find. Um, how do you feel? I've been getting a lot of die-off symptoms, like a lot of itching, irritability, um, a really intense increase in like a deep REM sleep, um, smelling people and like generally being like turned off by people that I would normally be interested in. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, I had this experience where I was like, oh, there's like a piece of dead skin on my hand. And I pulled out a tiny white parasite. I called my friends. I was like, oh my God, one just came out of me. And they're like, did you take a photo? I was like, no, I didn't take a photo. I was like <laughs> freaking out. Um, and I had this, I won't stop talking about it. Like anywhere I go, it's the only thing. I, I, won't, like, stop talking. I won't stop talking about what everyone I love around it. me knows. Um, and all my girlfriends are going to start doing it the next full moon. But I, I host these ceremonies Good. and I hosted a, um, a full, a full moon ceremony. And, uh, it's also the, it was the worm moon, which is, um, I think the full moon in Virgo, which is the last yes. full moon of the lunar year. And that has to do with healing the body. Right. So I I'm hosting the ceremony and I'm talking about this nonstop and how everybody needs to do it. And <laughs> there's this chemtrail that seems to be, or appears to, from our vantage point, be sprayed right in between us and the moon. And the next day, my friend sends me this video of this guy taking samples in the area that I live and putting these samples under a microscope. And he's sort of like looking at the debris and some of it is kind of like normal. I mean, it's, it's never normal that this is happening, but, uh, there's like, you know, heavy metals in it. And then he's like, oh, this is new. And it's, it's a, it's a worm. (laughs) And yes. at that point I was like, okay, this is day four. Like I'm, th- I'm getting very clear, um, guidance that this is what I need to be doing. Perhaps 
until I die. Like at this point I've made, I've contended with the fact that if anybody wants to kiss me, they need to be on an anti-parasitic. Oh um, girl, we'll get into that in a second, but you've covered a couple things. I want to circle back on if you don't mind. Yeah. Okay. So, um, earlier you said like, you know, people don't know if they have it. And, uh, there's a couple things. Everyone go to my page. My, the links will be listed, um, where this is posted. However, the main thing is we, modern science doesn't check bugs when they're supposed to. Basically the way to find out if you have a parasite right now is to go to the doctor and they give you a colonic. This colonic the, okay, first of all, look up best ways to get rid of parasites, colonic. So first of all, one of the best parasite cleanses is to go get a colonic because it's water rushing through you and it's pulling off any critters that are attached to your interior to intestines. And, but the problem is, and you mentioned earlier, we do this on the full moon, the biofilm, which is also called mucoid plaque. Look that up. It's a beautiful picture. It's like a black rubber inner tube of a bike. And that lines our lower and lower half of our intestines. And this mucoid plaque holds hundreds of thousands of parasites and they're tiny. Most of them are like seriously microscopic. That's why there's so many of them when they, uh, mate and have lay eggs. They lay up to 10,000 eggs during the full moon and it happens during the full moon. So if you go to check for parasites any day, besides like maybe the five days around the full moon, you're not going to see any parasites in your intestines. One, two, if they do see a parasite in your intestines, they call it a polyp. They go, Oh, you have a polyp. It's just dead skin. Look up polyps are parasites. So this is how everyone goes without thinking they have a parasite is because they get checked it. They get checked on any day besides the full moon, which nothing's going to show up in your GI tract then. Also, even if you do get seen on the full moon, you have a enema, a crazy enema done basically to wipe anything out before you even get checked. So many people don't think they have it. I think every single people person in the U.S. does have it because what you just mentioned, it's being sprayed in the airs above us. I've seen it in the waterways. I've seen it in the food supply. And no, vegans are not... Uh, you're not like safe from this basically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, because ultimately if you're a vegan, you're probably eating organic and organic has a bunch of parasites. Um, it, it, but so does like regular or not regular, but like GMO food that even has more parasites. So it's like hitting us from all ends. Yeah. Everyone has it. And what do you think is the, I mean, my question, like I've kind of been getting weird, intuitive information, which I could be making up, but I'm wondering if, um, I'm wondering, first of all, about the effects on mental health and like artificial thought forms and how this ties into any sort of like spiritual warfare. And then I'm also curious, um, is there, um, are these parasites, are they affected to sort of like creating more like louche or something like what like yeah are, yeah <laughs> uh, okay so there's a couple different things hold on I'm trying to write this down so I can keep because you open one question and there's like four different answers yeah so one of the things and I uh I actually go to fiction a lot in my series and it's really funny because I'll be watching video games that talk about parasites or 
just movies from new and old and parasites is a huge reoccurring thing in men in black they don't talk about tall grays they don't talk about nine foot tall reptilians they talk about a bug that came from space that takes over a human and eats sugar and it can make a host out of something and it is a bug as a human and at the very end tommy lee jones goes you intestinal parasite and he kills them and it's all dramatic and this goes on for everything the movie dune is about bugs that are being used now that one's interesting because there's another force that's actually using the bugs to make the bugs use us so there's this like double are the bugs even bad or are the bugs even being used by like some ai source code or something Mm -hmm. um so this goes into okay are the bugs organic life forms or are the bugs um metal that's a whole nother thing because we're doing heavy metal cleanses at the same time we're doing parasite cleanses most anti-parasitics not all but most even herbs or oxidizers yes they kill the bug but they also do something and they chelate metal and ask anyone who's done these cleanses you'll see what comes out of you and it's disgusting and I can only usually identify maybe half of the bugs that come out of me and a lot of newbies earlier you were giggling about I'm not taking a picture of it but (laughs) (laughs) you know what there is half of the zodiac that will take a picture of it and they love it (laughs) and they're like look at my baby every full moon I get pictures of random people going I passed my first worm and it's like they're so proud and I'm like yay good for you but they usually ask like okay what kind of worm is it and um a lot of them you can kind of describe and look up on Google and there is like oh that's a round worm that's a hook worm that's a this worm that's this stage of this worm but then some of them won't show up anywhere and I'm not the only one who sees this but you'll see like metallic in the exoskeleton so these things might not just be organic life forms as we think they might be uh manufactured or something of that nature which isn't crazy to think and I know that sounds like conspiracy but think about it this way um I am now 32 when I was like in sixth grade which is a long time ago I remember the morning news showing that MIT had this really, really cool robotic, the best robotics lab in the nation. Um, And they made a robot that looked like a horsehair. It was a microscopic horsehair robot. And I've seen a lot of those come out during cleanse, especially oxidizers using enemas and stuff like that. So it's not out of the realm to think, what are they spraying in the skies? Right. Yeah. They say that you, you, you don't microchip people with, um, you do it slowly over time with chemicals. Like you don't necessarily tear someone open and immediately stick something inside of them, you know? So in my community, I will say, I do know a lot of targeted individuals and, you know, during detox, you will see like implants yeah. too. So like some of these things that come out are bigger and they sometimes come out through the skin because it's not like in the digestive tract. Oh, that's another thing I want to tell everyone. The lungs and your sinus cavity. Yeah, is that's a- been huge. So much mucus. I had one come out of my mouth. Um, yep. Uh, that was my biggest problem. Cause I did smoke cigarettes for like from 19 to 27 or so. Um, and I had a lot of activity from the lungs and I was just bringing stuff up and I feel better. Like, I really don't think my lungs look like I smoked for that long. Honestly, if I was to look at them, um, because you do pull stuff from your lungs, the nasal cavity is weird. And it's so funny. Cause I tell everyone to watch osmosis Jones 
it shows what in real life parasites do because when you're on antibiotics or anti-parasitics or herbs, your the parasites kind of know that you're trying to kill them or they know that this poison is in you. So they try to run away and where they run away to is somewhere where your blood cannot get to, which is your sinus cavity. Cause it's a big empty room basically. Right. So they all go there. And that's why a lot of people, when they're doing cleanses, regardless if it's the middle of April or like dead of winter, you will experience like allergy, like symptoms where you are, your eyes feel small and itchy. Your ears are itchy. You're bringing stuff up. You will feel like that probably your first month, maybe two on cleanse. Yeah. That's how I've been feeling. I almost put stuck like a clove of garlic in my ear. And then I realized Mm -hmm. I can get drops. (laughs) yes you can get drops (laughs) that's a Um, good one so you recommend for the first month wormwood black walnut and clove okay yes so for people out there that know you're allergic to nuts then um they have just wormwood and clove blends or you could just like get wormwood and clove separately you can make teas you can have it in a tincture I recommend if you're not allergic to nuts, definitely get uh, the trifecta where it does include the black walnut. And basically this, again, could be a capsule tincture tea and you want to drink it before each meal. I know my personal pills I get um, is scram. They tell you to do 10 capsules. I only do six before I get sick. I don't know anyone who can do more than like eight without getting sick. So I usually just do two capsules before breakfast, before lunch and before dinner. Got it. And do you eliminate anything from your diet during this period of time? Is there any like no-nos, like you should not be mixing this cleanse with like um, a lot of sugar or like meat or like, is it, does it not really matter because either way it's entering your... So the experts in theory, the experts and doctors and scientists love theories and they get really, really tied to parasites eat sugar. We cannot have sugar. We have to starve them. But here's my thinking. I did three months of my crazy cleanse and I listened to the experts and I was like, I have to do it right. And I didn't eat sugar. I, I, I stayed away. And if I did eat sugar, a great sugar to eat during this time is like, peanut butter and jellies and the jelly being a dark berry, like boysenberry, dark raspberry, because it, that there's a P word it starts with. It's a ingredient that kills parasites. So that's a really good, um, sugar to have. And that's all I did. But then on my fourth month, I was like, you know what? I ain't having it. I ate a donut, like a really long sprinkly donut. And it was the best thing ever. And I killed more bugs that day that I had a donut along with my oxidizer because the bugs, A, they're starving, B, you're poisoning them. So yes, you feed them. When we have cockroach traps or ant traps, it's usually borax and sugar because you have to bait the animal. So also it's like, it's last supper. I'll give it a happy little goodbye donut. I don't care because it's going to eat it and die. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, you do you there, I guess. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I, I also think that it's probably not sustainable long-term because me personally, this is probably something I'm going to continue doing for quite some time. And then you recommend the second month taking an oxidizer. Okay. So it's not so much even month by month, uh, because everyone is so different. I really want to, 
throw this home for everybody. Everybody's so different. Generations are extremely different because of the healthcare every single uh, group went through growing up. Um, boomers had a different set of like food and nutrition that they ate and shots growing up. Um, I mean, heck, anyone who tried birth control when it first came out was having crazy, like just deformities. And they're going to have different problems than people who were born millennials and Gen Z. And I've even seen a difference between people who grew up on a golf course or next to farmland versus people who were raised in the city. So um, some people they can do just one month of wormwood and they're pretty much good enough to go on to an oxidizer. But some people, it might take them like three months to do wormwood before they can stomach an oxidizer. It just depends on, and it's literally not age. It has nothing to do with age, with how toxic you are. It's like what type of parasites you're carrying that was sprayed over you. So um, listen to your body. Stage one for me is herbs or dewormers. Um, the herb blend I spoke with you about, wormwood, black walnut, that's my favorite. But I mean, technically, some people like using dog dewormers of different sorts, um, different types of herbs. Do that first. And then when you're ready to do uh, an oxidizer, check out all the different oxidizers for parasites. There's um, Turpentines, which are pine, I don't really like those because you have to be like really careful, like one drop your first whole week, building up to a very small amount. Uh, there's ozone, which can go in your ears. That's a really fun one. Uh, hydrogen peroxide, you can nebulize it. You can throw it in your water. Uh, chlorine dioxide, MMS, that's really famous. That's what I did and still do. But I mean, there's a bunch of different types. Got it. So, um, what do you think the spiritual implication of all of these parasites are? Because I kind of shared with you, I had this experience of feeling like because my dreams were like more lucid and I was kind of like in a deep REM state, which is, you know, I haven't really been experiencing yeah. for the past year that it almost felt like these beings could be interdimensional and, oh, yeah. um, yeah, okay. pretty intense. <laughs> pretty intense. I, I was just looking up old Facebook pictures and like downloading all my old, any picture I had on Facebook. Um, and I went back like 10 years and I've seen these pictures a million times. And now when I'm looking at them at my old pictures, 10 years ago, I can see entities. Like I can see it looks like a cloud. Like if someone is smoking and it's like inside, it was a very nice house. No one was freaking smoking in this house. Like I know, and I know that picture, like this was never there. So I'm seeing a very much astral version of, I think what's always been there. And we are clouded to this right. now. Um, we're all familiar with things in our body that calcify our joints, our, um, everyone has too much calcium, like the, the kind of calcium we were all given in juices and milks growing up was not conducive and it wasn't used by the body and the body didn't know where to place it. So there is just like a bunch of calcium in us, but there's also like our penile gland or right. this you're talking about what's sprayed in the air that along with what's in our water supply literally calcifies our penile gland. Um, so when you're doing detoxing, you will notice a lot of movement in your third eye area, um, literally movement because you are chelating, uh, things that are up there. But while you're doing this, I mean, hello, you're like decalcifying your penile gland. So certain, 
things come online and I do believe I know I have sight. I, um, and now my site's coming online. So I'm seeing these things that yes, obviously they're in our gut, but they're also like attached to our generational DNA, like the very source code family that we're from. Um, it's, it's dimensional. Uh, many people think they're like, lower high dimensional beings, like not as high as ninth, but higher than third dimensional. So they are fourth dimensional. Yeah. Like, like anchors, they're anchors. They're not even, yeah. Yeah. So very much matrix. I, every time I talk about this, I'm just like, it's really the matrix because when, first of all, let's think about the matrix in the first 10 minutes, they're like, Hey, Neo, in order to wake up, you need to remove this metal stomach bug. And he's like, what are you talking about? And they remove a metal stomach bug. And then he can wake up because they show him when he does wake up, literally there's these intestinal parasites that, uh, grab the energy of people. And it's this idea that the human body in and of itself is a battery, um, which is brilliant. If you can put a parasite on something and siphon the energy, this again goes into the, why is everyone depressed? Why does everyone have anxiety? Why does everyone have, um, for example, uh, when I started realizing all of this, it was a dream that woke me up and I had just entered my Saturn return. Something huge was going to happen. Had no idea. I was very, very much asleep, but I remember doing self-help just to get clean. And what I mean by that is I was like a hoarder. I had so much clothes that I like, you can never do laundry fast enough to put it away. Cause you never had like enough room to put it. I, just wanted my house to be clean because like I would go to other people's house and they had like a put away house and I had a really cute sense of style, but I couldn't keep a house, like keep a house basically. Mm -hmm. So when I was like 27 waking up, I'm like, I just want to be clean. And that's what I kept saying. That was my affirmation. And in my head as a 27 year old, I was just like thinking, Oh, I want a cute house. Like I want to be clean, but wanted a clean house. I wanted a clean house, a clean vessel. So I started detoxing and I became cleaner than I ever thought. And yes, of course, um, purging items that were given. I was a baby sister. So that means you're given hand-me-downs from older sisters and hand-me-downs is another thing we shouldn't really be accepting because you're taking someone else's like memories and bad times. And like that really cute dress your sister wore was probably on a date and she probably hates that guy. So there's like bad juju and it's too close to us. I love thrifted items. I hate fast fashion. So I'm very much a thrifted item gal, but I very much do almost like a sage or I throw oxidizers into the clothes, um, to get off literally these parasites that are probably on the clothes that may have negative, negative, um, meanings and intention and past. So I literally was holding on to none of the stuff that was like making my house dirty was mine. It was all, Oh, your mom gave you this. Don't give it rid of it. There's sentimental value. Oh, someone died in this shirt. I can't have it, but you better hold on to it forever. Like all this stupid stuff. And when you, um, sorry, my cat's going off. Um, when you are detoxing, you'll push away people like the parasites in your life. Yeah. And this can happen. Yes. And it's not even like you want it to happen. It just happens. Like you start raising a vibration, waking up will make the parasites around you feel insecure. They'll start being mean to you. There'll be a natural break in the relationship. No matter what, you can't 
be around them uh, because they will act as a parasite to you. And it's not their fault. They're literally being taken over, which I wanted to make a something about your podcast. It's for the bad, uh, spirituality for the bad girl. Is that it? For, for, uh, spirituality for bad people. For the bad people. Okay. That's so it's not like, we're not doing kumbaya. <laughs> I can't stand the love. And the know. You know, this is not an easy, no. there's nothing. I mean, talk about light work. This is heavy lifting. You know, this is very intense. There's not a lot of people who I think are brave enough to look this in the face and be like, okay, this, you know, I'm complicit in allowing this to happen. And it's also completely my responsibility to make sure that this doesn't continue. Yes. Putting your foot down, being hard about it. That's how you have to be with these things. You have to, and also at the same token, when you like start doing your research, anything that you don't like about yourself, I promise I can trace back to a parasitic infection. So then you start getting mad. And I really want people to hone that anger that comes right because that's where the power comes. And you're like, you are the one that made me a hoarder, these (laughs) bugs in my stomach. And I don't care. Yes. Accountability and accountability is getting them out of you. But like realization is also a thing too. And you have to realize like, oh, the reason I was flaky on all my friends. And the reason that I lost my best friend or my boyfriend or whatever, because I wouldn't get back to them or I'm unorganized or whatever, that was because of a bug that's tiny. Like are, you get mad and you start realizing like the stuff in your life may have been made worse by these like entities. So then you just like regain your power and it's uh, really, really interesting. <laughs> Do you think that this is like, you can, you know, I I was doing a lot of shamanic healing last year and a lot of it had to do with intergenerational um, curses. You know, I mentioned to you that I'm O negative. Some of that is from my mother's lineage. I was also a targeted individual um, and I kind of uncovered a lot of sort of like nefarious activity happening, particularly in my mother's bloodline. And I think that a lot of what we associate as like generational trauma in like modern day psychology um, is kind of like generational curses that could maybe even be traced as far back as like, I don't know, Atlantis. But um, Mm -hmm. do you think that the parasites are the physical manifestation of maybe some of these? Because they can be transmitted through a bloodline, right? And they're probably also shared within family systems. The exact way it's done, I'm not exactly sure. There's a lot of research. I'm I've been researching this for now five years. Yeah. Um, there's when I first awoke, I was not as lucky. And with you having this awesome like for bad people, because everything was very like Instagram 2015, like kumbaya, oh. like boho, and the tapestry just, behind her, all the all the tapestries, all of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, um, that whole year smelled like just bay leaf for me, but (laughs) it was a lie because you're not, um, you're just, it's, it's almost like it was a trick and you feel bamboozled because you go through your first dark night of the soul and you're like, this isn't what I thought it was. Yeah. And it's just interesting because, so I had to learn the hard way. Like it's, it's a hard job. Um, but in that time when I was very like woo woo mystical, I was working with psychics and doing, um, marketing for them. And they were very much like, Oh, you're everyone. Everyone has told me you're a fae from Atlantis. They all tell me I died exactly the same way at the burning of Atlantis. And it was not during the flood. It was during the burning of the city. Mm -hmm. And like multiple people told me this, but when you're working with other entities on attached to your DNA, you're like, Oh, 
oh my goodness, was that me or was that a parasite that's attached to me? So those lines become convoluted. One, right. two, generational. I have a whole video. Um, if you go to my Rumble channel, Ricky Leaks, it's called junk DNA or antigens, how antigens make junk, uh, how parasites make junk. And basically this is the uh, research of my friend who's an RN, who's been dealing with RH negative people. This is having negative antigens in your blood. So O negative, O positive, A negative, AB negative, AB negative. Those blood types are not going to have an antigen on them. An antigen is actually like when I think of yin and yang, I think of antigens because the good thing about antigens is great. They will save your life. Your natural immune system, when you get sick, will take place. You will get a fever. You will create white uh, antibodies and your white blood cells will kill the virus. The virus is a parasite. Great. The only problem with this, if you don't do an oxidizer after after having your immune system kick in, we have something called spike proteins and antigens that will form on our DNA. This caps our DNA and it makes that DNA render useless. Right. So, Which is the antithesis of what we want to be happening. Cause right now at this particular point in, in sort of the human evolution, spiritual evolution, we're supposed to be unlocking mm-hmm. that DNA. Mm-hmm. Which so is our we have feminine. Yes. And ironically it's the best way to describe what has happened to humans is actually de-evolution because every single, pretty much for the most part, once every generation is like a really bad pandemic, um, a parasite just gets released onto a Hmm. Uh, civilization just happens stance and everyone gets sick. And if you don't die, then you will have an antigen on your DNA and you will have children. And now your children will have your DNA with that antigen. So now each generation has less and less access to their original DNA because they keep getting, it's like when you make a copy of a copy, it turns fuzzy. And now here we are, everyone has anxiety. Everyone has depression, uh, it's just, it, we all have something going on with us, not even to mention disease is mm-hmm. written. Mm-hmm. So um, this explains, okay, out th- okay, parasites have capped our DNA for generations upon generations. So what happens if we uncap the DNA? We should, in theory, be able to use it, right? Okay, cool. So that goes into... Um, oxidizers. And a lot of these oxidizers, whatever one you look up, they're I promise you a million articles laughing about it, probably calling it a fish tank decalcifier. But the thing is why they work is because they remove calcium deposits. So I always tell people, if you're going to do any kind of detox, uh, there's an herb called chancra pedra or stone breaker. Everyone should probably get on because if you've ever had so much as like three energy drinks or diet sodas, excuse me, um, you'll probably have these like you have a lot of mineral buildup. We all do. So, right. in, so we don't drop stones, any good detox. You should at least get a chunk of pedra. This will make any calcium or stone deposits in your body, tiny, tiny little round balls instead of like really sharp shards. So that if, when, not if, when you pass them, you won't, you won't feel anything. You're not going to have like stone pain at all. So um, this also starts 
getting rid of the spike proteins on your DNA. So, so can this, do you think this can unlock some, you know, yeah. extra sensory abilities, psychic abilities, yeah. um, intuitive abilities, things that have maybe been turned yes. off? Seeing, hearing, uh, all senses start coming online. People kind of know what they're good at anyway. Everyone, especially if they're listening to this podcast, like yeah. everyone's had some kind of knowing and that knowing will become stronger. I don't even have to call like three of my friends. We just have like telepathic communications all day. And then we see each other and we're like, oh yeah, I told you about that. And like, we never talked about it, but like, oh, we my knew. God. yes. And <gasps> then just knowing so cool. what's another one. I can see a lot of things now, um, or as especially what else? Oh, so, okay. Ancestral stuff. Um, I have been pulled into looking at certain bloodlines and like Charlemagne is my ultimately what my family is. And I was adopted. My dad was adopted into the Eisenhowers, but like he when you have these tiny, like small Dutch towns, German towns, Armenian towns, it's really all the same families that came over from Europe. So you might only have like, it started out little towns in the Midwest regions where you have like Dutch or German settlers or Polish, but it was really only like 30 families to start off with. So they all interbred. So when someone would have like a baby to adopt, one of the family members like basically would adopt it in town. So that's what happened to my dad and his family and my mom's family both route back to basically Charlemagne and the Carolingians, which is that goes into like all history and like where stuff was the Holy Roman empire going across the world, taking over the world, but also breaking up in groups and saying, Oh no, the Holy Roman empire is really bad and fighting against each other, which we don't learn about. And that's uh, middle ages. And that was a lot of the witchcraft that was going on. So the idea is that there were humans who had these gifts and abilities. And that's when the first witch trials started going on. And really we have to look, okay, were these witches or were they just like normal humans that weren't able to be turned off? Like that's what I'm leaning towards. And it all goes back to middle ages and it's weird. It's really weird, but I have knowings now of that whole thing. Yeah. Do you think that we're supposed to culminate First of all, like I, I'm like, I'm really grateful because now I'm like, of course, I knew I wasn't going to age. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> you don't need to. We don't need to. Um, do you think that that if we're to kind of hack this, you know, if disease becomes obsolete, does aging become obsolete as well? Okay, like, so the culmination lifetime that we have been like sent here to kind of. So okay, most most detox things that actually work, glutathione, carnosine, a lot of enemas, a lot of uh, the stuff I use, it always has to be sold as anti-aging, which you don't really, I remember before I woke up, I would hear anti-aging. I'm like, oh, that's a marketing tactic. No, it actually means that it is removing something in your body that is causing a symptom known as aging. And what I mean by that is when I started this, I was 27, almost turning 28. And I had about 50 or so gray hairs that were premature, uh, on my face frame. 
And anyone who has gray or white hair knows it's very wiry. It feels like metal because it is metal. You are basically so full of toxins and heavy metals and bugs go hand in hand. So you're so full of metal that it's being pushed out of your skull. Like you're a chia pet and we call that gray hair. And we think it happens just naturally (gasps) because you're aging. No, it's metal. It means you have too much metal in you. That's the only way it can get out of you. Oh my goodness. So now. I don't have any gray hair, not a single one. Yeah, you look, you have sort of the the complexion of a five-year-old. You have very beautiful skin. <laughs> Thank you. I had a couple, I had a couple mean, angry lines uh, when I started this at 27 on my face. And I had a couple little crow's feet and they're nowhere to be seen now. My skin, I will say um, that was not a fun part process of detox is the skin part because as a woman who bought very cheap makeup and started putting makeup on at probably way too young, um, I had 15 years of cheap L'Oreal makeup or even the expensive stuff. Honestly, they're both as bad. Um, they're all made by the same companies. I know Estee Lauder makes L'Oreal. So it's like, they're all the same and it all has really, really bad stuff in it. And we've been pounding it into our face, uh, for years. So the extraction was not my favorite part of detox. It was uncomfortable and I didn't work. It was thank goodness COVID. So we all worked from home. So I was lucky to stay inside, but I looked like a 12 year old. I, my face was just broken out to the point of like, it's heavy metals coming out. It's calcium deposits coming out. So you can't even like pop it. Like you can't like pop one of those zits because it's like, there's something coming out. So you kind of have to use clays or oxidizers on your face to break it down and pull it out. And also people, uh, I'm sure everyone's heard of like a detox bath. When you do a detox bath on detox, all the bugs are jumping from your skin. So you'll see little worms like moving around the water. If you take like a borax bath, it's really gross. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's so interesting. You brought up the makeup thing because I was washing my face the other night and I was like, it's probably in makeup. It's like, this is probably, it's probably everywhere. So what do you, our sponges? Yeah. What do you think the implications when it comes to like artificial thought forms and things like schizophrenia and anxiety, how, how would you know, or be able to identify what's yours and what's a parasitic entity? Um, and th- some of this is kind of, you know, we're just kind of basing it on my intuition is that everything, most things are interdimensional. So these parasites are yeah. probably interdimensional. So they probably have a fourth density body, which it could, you know, potentially create artificial thought forms. Um, yes. Okay. So I'm going to go back to Toxoplasmosis gondii, which is the cat parasite. It's the most prevalent in everyone. And you don't have to have a cat to have it, but cats, it thrives in cats, but I mean, like it's everywhere. Um, Toxoplasmosis gondii, single cellular parasite. It has a wonderful way of working for cats. It's, this is one of those things where it's a great thing for cats. It's not a great thing for humans because the way it works is a cat makes rounds every night around a neighborhood. It usually sticks to like a few block radius and it just goes around and that's its hunting pattern. And they will poop and pee and mark areas and that rodents frequent. So rodents will be running around a dumpster and walk through cat 
urine and it will breathe in or it will like literally walk through a toxoplasmosis gondii haven and now that parasite will enter in the mouse's brain and it will make the mouse want to commit suicide on the walking path of the cat oh my god so the next time the cat walks around 12 hours later there will be a dead mouse that either drowned itself in a puddle nearby or jumped off of the like jumped and killed itself so that the cat doesn't have to hunt. It just shows up and there's dead animals. And it's like, oh, great. So that's in humans. And same thing. What, why do we use mice and lab rats to test things for humans? Because whatever happens to them happens to us. And we have very similar DNA, which could make people think of like a lot of (laughs) shows that mice are like DNA equivalents to us in a different kind of reality. It's weird, but, um, if it works on them, it works on us. So a lot of people who've had lifelong depression um, that I'm curing for like, not curing, but that I'm showing people the anti-parasitic protocols that are known to cure diseases made by doctors, not no medical claims. <laughs> but um, they the first thing they notice is, oh my gosh, my depression lifted. And anyone who knows about like emotional trauma leading straight to diseases, which is a lot of Lewis, right. Lewis Hayes work. Right. Um, cancer is anger. Cancer is resentment. And it could, it might not even be you. It might be your generational. And that also goes into hereditary diseases. There's no such thing as hereditary disease. Your mom gave you a parasite and now you have it. That's literally all it is. And it could be passed from generation to generation. Wow. Yes. If I left something unquestioned, my mind's going a million miles an hour. So I know, I'm too. sorry if I'm I did <laughs> so many downloads. I mean, part of it is also like, you know, I've been thinking a lot about the gut. I think that we're here and part of the information that I've deciphered is a lot of us are having, we've had mental awakenings before. We understand that this is a hologram, you know, this is Maya, this is an illusion. I think we're supposed to have a heart awakening, but I think we're also supposed to have a gut awakening. And I think part of the gut awakening is about the unification of the internal and the external, the masculine and the feminine. And I think that this is integral to participating in that stage of awakening. And one of the things that I've been noticing is I'm accessing a wider bandwidth of emotion, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? Because I think our emotions are energetic bodies and we should be, we're feeling based beings. So I've been accessing some buried emotions. And I also mentioned to you that I've been getting texts from old partners, which is not that uncommon, but for part of me is like people who I haven't seen in years. I'm like, is it because we shared a parasite? Yes. Okay. So let's talk about boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about love, Megan. Um, okay. Parasites travel many different ways. And I'm not just talking about like venereal diseases here. I'm talking about even kissing a good makeout session. We can transfer parasites in saliva. Of course it matters. Is it the full moon when you guys are doing stuff? Hanky panky. Did you guys clean beforehand? Was there anal involved? These are the things that you really have to pay attention to because these parasites, like I explained with the suicidal one, um, anyone look up cognitive functions, how parasites take cognitive functions away, which means they can take over your body. They can go in and they can make you do stuff that you wouldn't normally do. You are a zombie. To me, we're all zombies. Until we um, get it out of this matrix, we are collecting these things. We are eating flesh. Even vegans uh, look into mice 
genome added to crops, look at the human genome added to crops to make the crops grow faster. We are all being made to eat flesh in some weird way or another. And we all have these bugs that can take over our minds, which is literally a zombie. Um, so, and also like it, it goes, so it's weird, but if we are trading these juices with other people and we remember we have parasites from our mom and dad too, and right. grandma and grandpa. So now you make out with someone or have sex and now you have all their parasites with any it matters what parasites were around at the time of course however you could have their ex-girlfriend's parasites you can have their parents parasites so on and so forth so this is an interesting thing when you're doing cleanses yes the old partner pain will come up. Oh, that's something else I wanted to go into when you have heartbreak and it can be for anything. It could be, it could be your mom dying. It could be, mm-hmm. you lost your first boyfriend when you were 18 and it's horrible that puppy love. And you're just crying. This literally does tear muscle tissue, especially in the heart. So there's a thing called like broken heart syndrome. For some reason, our muscles actually tear when we're really, really sad or went through like emotional trauma. And then our bodies are filled with metals and calcium deposits and bugs. So then you'll have a bug or calcium deposit go like push itself, make its way into that open cut womb. And then your heart grows over it. So now you have like a dead bug body or a piece of metal lodged in like scrap metal, pretty much into an open womb that healed itself. You learned when, when people say time heals all, no, unless you do a parasite <laughs> cleanse, you just healed over it. And now you disassociate yeah. and now you don't access those memories. You don't access happiness the same way you did access happiness when you were 18 and in love because it hurts you. So you will never allow yourself to do that one thing again. And that happens again and again and again. So now people are 30, 40, 50, 60, and they can't access emotions because they've been hurt so much that they literally turned it off. And then when you start detoxing, you will notice yourself pull these remnants out of those deep lodged places, which means you're reopening a womb. So you might refill that feeling for a little bit and you'll have a cry session and crying is purging because we are tear ducts literally get rid of like heavy metals and bugs. And when you're detoxing, some days you'll wake up and you'll have like crusty eyes glued together. And it's because of all the gunk that leaves our eyeballs. So crying is literally purging old energies, old stuff that no longer fits us out of us. Um, it's not like a sign of weakness. It's literally like throwing up almost. Right. Right. And so do you think that this is, it's, this is very interesting because it kind of, um, suggests, you know, when people are attracted to, um, somebody, you, a lot of people will talk about, uh, you know, is it my karmic lover? Is it my twin flame? This person feels like home. Well, they could potentially feel like home because they have the same parasite as your dad. (laughs) Like, right. That's a big thing. That's a huge, huge, huge thing. That's a, yes. And then do these parasites want to get back together? Like, is there kind of like a, communicate from person to person? Exactly. And especially if they're multidimensional, then it's almost like having a walkie talkie to the other person. So something I did notice when, um, cleansing and everything, I 
love my husband. I've been with him for 10 years, but I was no Mary before him. So I had boyfriends and you would be going to bed and like, you're so happy and you're cuddled up and you might have like a flash of like an old boyfriend, like memory or something. You're like, ew, gross. Oh my God. Ew. I hate him. Like what? And literally these are the bugs that are sending like ET phone home messages to you because the bug wants to get back to its host. So the bug wants to get back to its dad, whoever your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend was. So that's like, oh, okay. When you start detoxing, I literally cannot tell you the name of like all my ex-boyfriends. I can't. I don't remember their faces. I don't remember their names. But if you asked me before, I would have been able to tell you everything like we just dated. It was so weird because you hold their DNA. Right. I know that we hold their DNA. I know that that part of it, I don't know if part of this process, I thought that maybe we held their DNA because I think as women with wombs, like part of um, our ability is we're more connected to the subconscious. So um, I do think that it's women who are leading a lot of this awakening in terms of like the work that we're doing. Women are the first to wake up. It seems like, yes. Yeah. So I thought that maybe we were holding on to their DNA so that we could help them ascend. I do think I've thought about that before too. Um, of course I don't have any communication with anyone, but I do think you doing the self-help will actually help the other person as well. Um, I know it helps family. Like if you're doing your work, you're, you're healing like the generations. Um, also what did I want to say about that? they, oh, the womb. I would, that's a good point. A little bit off subject. Uh, the womb is very, very important. Just like I spoke of the eyelids getting rid of junk. Our women are very, very lucky because we have the ability to throw everything in the womb and it will release. So a lot of us TMI alert, if you're a woman, you know, when you're on your period, you will see what we've all been told is blood clots. It looks like you know, worms basically covered in blood. Yeah. Uh, they're worms covered in blood and they will dispense. Um, so no, I do not suggest intercourse during periods, like at any day, I don't care because this is a, this is a detox. This is a, you don't want to give anyone else what is coming out of you. Um, and also men don't have a way to do this and this. So for men, when they get rid of all this heavy metals or bug die off, it goes to their, um, prostate. And this is why we have so many men with prostate problems because they literally, if you were to like open it, it's all the junk that we get rid of on our period, but they can't get rid of it. So it just turns into tumors and the men of our species always die like 10 to 20 years before women. And I truly do believe think this is the reason why. Well, that was why Native Americans created sweat lodges for for men because they believed that women were advancing spiritually by menstruating. Yeah, so that, that it's true. The inception of of sweat lodges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this true. is very. This is really blowing my mind. It's interesting you mentioned something about this affecting our family. My dad was like, "I couldn't sleep on Sunday night. I had a dream you were fighting bugs." <gasps> Oh my gosh, you are. I promise you are. (laughs) That is so funny. I found a picture I drew. I was going through old um, baby books and I must've been six because I know my handwriting and I know the house I was in. So I was like, okay, I was six and it's all these cute. It's like I was doodling and there's stars and 
just little picture, like I was just drawing things. And then I made a ant and a worm. It looked like a millipede. And I go and in my six-year-old writing, I have helped me around the worm and the ant. And right above it is um, what we all think of as a normal like ET where it's like that weird teardrop face upside down. But in my research of all this, those are actually called archons that have that face. And that goes into the Saturn moon occult magic. And um, those beings all seem to be drawn like that. And I don't know if they're controlling the bugs here. That's a whole nother thing. Like, I don't know if the bugs are bad themselves or if they're being controlled by something almost like a not a walkie-talkie, but like a RC car, like if they're even being controlled. And that's kind of the whole thing of Dune is that, yes, the bugs were bad at first, but like they're even being controlled. So it's weird. Yeah, it was weird. I had this and this, like this intuitive hunch that maybe a lot of these like mass rituals that we see, like for example, 9-11, these mass occult rituals that are like massive energy harvesting events or like princess diana i don't know there's something that i had this mental image um of like when they are releasing a demon into um like the fourth dimension it's actually parasites it's actually a new kind of parasite so we think that we've thought that it's been like some like like you said don't look up it's it's not something that's super far away it's actually they're inventing new kinds of parasites Yes, 100%. Um, That goes into biological warfare. That goes into where are they being made? And then you would have to look up words like biolabs and it gets really almost political really quickly. And you're like, oh, okay. And then you, um, my favorite picture, an artist makes all these really awesome pictures of like famous people and it shows like their dark side or like how they really are. And there's this picture, uh, Bill Gates and the parasite and it's Bill Gates and like coming out of his head is this worm, just a huge worm looking at you. And I'm like, oh my goodness, because what I was talking about earlier with antigens, that's epigenetics. That is using a virus, which we know is an obligate parasite. It's using a virus to change DNA. So that goes into, oh great. If you can change programs on a computer, if you can give a computer a virus, oh goodness. And that's why I call my channel biohacking, beyond the biohacking because we are biohacking our bodies. We have to look at this like it's a system. You were talking earlier about a hologram. If this is a video game-like system, then there is a code. There is a way to infect the code. Um, And there's also a way to do a defrag and get rid of all the viruses and dump it. And you will be able to access more memory, won't you? Your cache will run faster. It is very similar to uh, programming and defrag. How did you kind of deal with the um, sort of like the cognitive dissonance and sort of the, because this is obviously all I can really think about because I'm just, every time I think I'm like awake, I'm not even close to <laughs> uncovering. Like, I'm like, I, oh, there's, of course, there's bugs controlling me. <laughs> of course. As soon um, as people were finally starting <laughs> to digest my alien astrology talk, I'm now talking about poop bugs. But um how do you like, you know, knowing all of this stuff and and contending with it. And then also I think going through the physical process is pretty disturbing. Um, What did you do to, to kind of. I crashed and burned. I, 
crashed and burned. There is an episode of Black Mirror where um, the the lady like there's a credit score system of society and she tries to keep up with the Joneses and she tries to do everything right and everything goes wrong. So society like bans her. That was very much me. And I will, it goes into targeted individual status. It goes into um, generational, like I'm sure we're all being watched from certain bloodlines, especially uh, being a kid. My dad's like family lineage um being a david eisenhower there's like prophecies about that name like kind of uh rocky horror picture show is all about david eisenhower getting a parasite so i'm pretty sure uh this was all like very prophetic um with that being said i'm so sorry could you repeat the question um, I was just wondering how how you basically contend yes. having all this information and because it's very disturbing to uncover this. Not a lot of people yeah. are willing and ready to talk about this. So um, I think it was part of my lineage, which helped like the understanding. And I, I, when I started detox and I bought my first zeolite and NAC supplement in like 2016, I think my uh, receipt is still in the bottle of zeolite. Um, and that means I started detoxing. So I pushed away my family that, that I was close to um, very organically. It wasn't because of like politics, which I'm very happy that we just broke up over good old like sibling rivalry over being something ugly of the past two years. But that happened right away. So I didn't have a support system. I, I personally was working um, with a company that I found out was very, very corrupt in all of this stuff that has been just going on over the past four years. So I had to realize that like, oh, my job was dirty. Oh, I was working for these foundations that was giving money to weird things. Oh my goodness. I, my whole life was just like taken from me, like everything. I couldn't keep a job because when you're awakening, you see like you can't take orders from anyone. Like yeah. you, you, I, I would start a job. I'm like, oh, I could do this way better than you. And of course you're just like a low man on the totem pole. And I just like, could not keep a job my entire life. Cause I just like stopped caring about it really quickly. And I don't put my energy into it. Cause I realize it's like a slave system and we're being yeah. used. And just like the parasites on us, jobs are parasites. No one should be working 40 hours a week if you don't want to. And it's, energy drain because ultimately many of us are at our jobs more than we're with our lovers or kids a week and that is a parasite that is using your energy and you can't live unless you do it like it's a really um gross test situation so my husband thank goodness was able to take the reins there I was able to go hermit mode and cry and scream and I have probably hundreds of hours of um like video footage of me just crying over three years. And I haven't even looked at any of the videos, but I know I'm talking about downloads I had. And some days I'm happy. Uh, You were talking about when you're on cleanse, how you feel really, really good and clear minded some days. Okay. Yes. Some days I feel like I took a party drug. I won't eat for three days. The house is clean. And this is like my first three days usually of cleansing with um, oxidizers. Mm -hmm. It's very, your mind is a million miles an hour. You can do everything. It's great. But then there's other days where you are killing bugs and you did bring it up earlier, die off symptoms. My, I have a whole video on it. These 
bugs are dying inside of you. They're decomposing inside of you. Every body releases toxins when it decomposes, like ammonia even. So you'll smell ammonia, you'll taste ammonia, you'll have bad stomach aches, you'll be grumpy. Um, there's other days that, you know, just aren't very good and you'll be crying some days and like super elated other days. So there's, I have recordings of it all. It was a breakdown of everything possible. Like you have to not care about how anyone views you. And it was really humbling. And I just made a huge post on it today. It was really humbling seeing who was willing to stay by you. Um, and not afraid of you and willing to keep conversation open when talking about this subject, because you're all, that's another thing with parasite talk. You cannot play victim. You have to stand in your glory. You have to like almost do exactly what feels not safe to do and like stare at an alien bug and like go, okay, I'm going to this is a, this is a war. I'm going to kill you basically. And you can't be victim to that. And a lot of us who are sick, we have made our lives to where, Oh, I can't, I, I remember being this, I can't eat gluten because I'll have a crazy, uh, episode. Oh, I can't, um, be exposed to this. I'll have a crazy episode. I can't take pine tree. Cause I was allergic to juniper. And a lot of the detox stuff is like pine products, so I wouldn't, I'm like, oh, I can't do that because I'm allergic. No, nah, actually, after about two months of wormwood, I started realizing I wasn't having the allergies I was victim to before. I was able to live a different life and allergies really are, um, want to talk about witchcraft. What are the number one healing things? Herbs. Why do herbs heal? because herbs are plants. They have to keep bugs away from them too, when they're growing. So it's a defense mechanism for plants to be anti-parasitic. So we are ingesting them for their defense mechanism and pine trees or any, any herb really has some kind of worm killing device, which is why we, so many of these things are herbs, high soft, frankincense, myrrh, clove, um, what is it called? Sage is a great a one. Lot That's of why are in the Bible as well. It's interesting. Yeah. The baby was born and three men show up going, here's the anti-parasitics. <laughs> Think about myrrh, frankincense. Uh, uh, what is it called? Wormwood is even a revelation. I read the Bible now and I'm like, oh my God, they're telling you to stay away from parasites. Don't eat bottom dwelling cre- creatures like crap. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're full of bugs and they're supposed to be full of bugs. They're supposed to be clean up heavy metals and bugs at the bottom of the sea, but we're not supposed to eat them. And it's like, oh, things just start making sense that like before it didn't make sense. And you're like, oh, we're not supposed to play in butts because oh of the intestine. Of course it's being pushed on my generation, like porn and so many everything. And I I do believe there are natural, um, I do believe that there might be a small percent of natural, um, gay people out there, but the problem is there's a bunch of parasites in the animal kingdom in crabs and frogs and ducks. I think that will make what it'll change their sexual preference. It'll even go as far as changing testes into ovaries in some frogs. So, and this is like parasitic changing genders. It's weird. And you don't know, we don't know if it's happening to like us. And if it is like, I just want to make a prerequisite. I 
the people who taught me was a same-sex couple and they're still happily together and they are doing all the stuff I've talked about. I think if this sex change thing were to happen, it would be like done at 11, like puberty stage. Yeah. And I also just think that so much of it has to do with, um, I mean, my current spiritual practice, which has evolved over time, you know, it started Mm -hmm. off as very much like, um, instant magic. Like, how can I get stuff to, oh, I'm unhealed to, okay, I need to study energy clearing to, oh, okay. There's truth in the Bible. Oh, okay. Uh, we're in a spiritual war. Oh, okay. There's masculine and feminine energies within all of us. And I think that that's what we're trying to do is find this unification between the outer world and our inner state. But we have forgotten that our inner state is, you know, running the circus. And so much of of what we do is in betrayal of what's happening on an internal level. And I think that that's truly the divine feminine is being able to go in there and actually feel and experience and not be operating in this very external transactional way. And I think that in understanding and researching and listening to some of your interviews, I'm understanding that a lot of what these parasites are looking for or encourage us to do is operate in this external transaction, whether or not like you're eating mindlessly or consuming media mindlessly or having sex mindlessly, you're reaching for something externally that is going to serve this parasite um, so that you don't necessarily have to feel. And I think that um, there's some, you know, even I went shopping, I think day three and I was like, I don't need anything. (laughs) I was like, what is this? It's like this whole reality is like a rendering of feeding, you know, parasites, you know, whether they're putting like human meat at McDonald's or whatever, like it's all, it's all, it's almost like a, it's in servitude of that. It's not necessarily in servitude of the inner condition, the feminine. Oh, it's, they're trying to um, mess up the that balance that's the number one way that they are able to have a control of us is to mess up our masculine and feminine balance um everything i mean the hormones that parasites play with in general like you'll have the weirdest parasites or you'll have the weirdest um menstrual cycles during cleanse you just weird stuff happens like you said you get really upset and this is the balancing of our whole system because for the first time it's not being ran by bugs however they want to do that in um life just happens differently. I don't know. It it just, it's very interesting. I urge everyone to try some kind of anti-parasitic and just see a start three days before the full moon, go very slow. If at any point you guys feel nauseated, pull back your dosage a good half the next day, drink a lot of water and just see how you feel that first month. It's really cheap. There's, I can get my wormwood combination from Kroger for like 10 or 12 bucks. And that did great wonders for my husband. Wonderful. Alone. Beautiful. And yeah, I've gotten a group of uh, women together who are going to be embarking on, I think their first wormwood. And I think I, if um, I'm feeling up to it, we'll try the oxidizers this month. And yeah, thank you so much. This is beyond, I mean, this is like true, true revolutionary shadow work. This is one of the most impeccable, incredible things I've ever seen. You're doing God's work. This is crazy. 
Thank you so much. I'm really in admiration. It's, you know, good on you for getting this information out there, you know? Thank you so much. It's, um, it's a, it's really fun. And just as an outsider who's been doing this for so long, and you were asking me earlier, like, how did the cognitive dissonance help us, stuff like that? It happened so slowly. And now five years later, people are asking me like what I realized, like, oh, seeing the implications of how big this is and like what it would necessarily mean all around the board. You do go through the five stages of like grief, like you get mad and like, you won't believe it. You get mad, you bargain and you go through that. And now I'm just like, acceptance. I'm like, oh yeah, there's zombies and vampires in the world. Like it's fine. Just take warm wood. Like I'm over it now. It's like very, oh yeah, that's, it's happening. So I will tell you like that shock moment and the fear that comes along with it, it does go away. Um, but there is fear involved and I don't want anyone to succumb to that fear because fear is like what parasites are known for. Like if it wasn't for pure fear, they would not have a grasp on us. They make us fearful of everything. They make us like during cleanse. I don't know if you notice this, you'll be like, oh, you'll wake up one day and be like, I don't need to take any wormwood. I don't need to take any chlorine dioxide. I'm good. I don't need to do it today. That's them telling you not to take any, like you have to play, you have to build up strength. And, um, it's just very interesting how it works because you're going to become stronger than you could ever imagine. Yeah. Do you, um, for my, this is kind of a personal question, but moving forward, if I am to be intimate, um, with anyone, which I rarely (laughs) ever (laughs) am, um, what should they be taking wormwood? Am I going to have to kind of, um, at the very least, Wormwood, uh, it's, <laughs> I made my husband, I'm like, I don't want to touch you. I don't want to look at you. I seen what come out of me and I'm not getting them back in. So he's like, okay. Like he got on Wormwood real quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, my cats, that was a big one. I didn't want to touch the cats after, cause they're disgusting. <laughs> they care. Take the same thing, cats and dogs. Yes. They have, a. Dogs and cats are almost luckier than humans. They have more cool stuff to work with. Uh, earlier, I spoke of people taking dog dewormers. Uh, Fabendazole, ivermectin are animal dewormers um, that have like animal dosages. And you can just get one of those, put your dog or cat on it. Paragard, I believe is the main one, but it's called F-E-B. I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> That's funny. Fabendazole. <laughs> um, I'll put it on my page. But yes, my cats are on something at all times. Um, either just sodium chloride, which is man-made salt, which goes into their stomach and it activates with their stomach acid. And that releases an oxidizer within their system. And it just tastes like salt to them or like a dog dewormer mixed with their uh, wet food. Got it. Perfect. All right. Do you have anything, um, to close out with? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for having me. And I really want to hear how the little group goes with the girls. So please uh, keep in contact. If anyone has any questions, tell them to check out my Ricky Leaks YouTube. Well, most of the stuff is on Rumble and Telegram beyond the biohacking with Lexi. I make videos once a month on every full moon. And if you have any questions, I'm I probably have gotten the question before. So just head over to my group if anything weird goes on with your detox. And uh, thank you. Yeah, I totally think that this is like what what people should be doing on full moons now. Like this is not, uh-huh. there's a reason why people get so emotional and erratic during 
this season. And I think that this is like the next step for any kind of ceremony or healing circle. It, it needs to be in, like, you can't bypass this. There's no bypassing this whatsoever that part of it's that part of the awakening i've been spouting this for five years and everyone looked at me like i was crazy the past four years and then everyone seems to be waking up at the same time because everyone's finally taking this seriously and going oh and the more people that are like aren't turning away because it wasn't time to do this when i was learning about it it was my time to learn about it and to do it so i could teach others but it wasn't time for the masses so the fact that we're at the point now where a lot of people are like normal normal people are like have you heard of parasite cleanses like it's being talked about by everyone so what does that mean for the world like i'm so excited for all of us to do get stuff out of our butts it's like the opposite of sodom and gomorrah things come out of the butts so uh yeah i'm really excited to see what this does for humanity <laughs> beautiful thank